This is WQA Radio, a podcast from the Water Quality Association, the leading voice of the water treatment industry. And hello, I'm your host, Wes Bleed. You have the only solution that is feasible and practical and affordable. And getting that message across to the policymakers in Washington and elsewhere has been a great honor on our part. That's the Honorable Richard Gebhardt, former House Majority Leader and head of the Gebhardt Group, WQA's lobbyist in Washington. He was honored at the WQA Convention and Exposition in Las Vegas with WQA's Honorary Member Award. And welcome to another episode of WQA Radio, news and insights about residential, commercial, and industrial water treatment. You can find us at wqa.org, on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram. This is podcast number 120. And if you're a first timer, why, we are so glad you've joined us. You can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. In this episode, we talk with leader Gebhardt about his work for the association, the mood in Washington, and what he thinks is possible when it comes to policies affecting the water treatment industry. Plus, we'll get a regulatory update from Kathleen Fultz. And I'll have our WQA tip. Now on to my conversation with former U.S. House Majority Leader Richard Gebhardt on WQA Radio. Leader Gebhardt, nice to have you on the program again. We've uh, enjoyed catching up with you from time to time, especially at conventions, so it's always good to talk to you. Thanks, Wes. It's great to be here, and uh, I always enjoy these sessions. I learn so much. And our congratulations again on the Honorary Member Award. That was certainly nice to see you uh, presented with that. It was very, very kind of the organization to do that. I don't think I deserve anything. But it was great to be uh, here and to get that award with so many other great people. Chris, Paulie, all of you, thank you for this uh, wonderful award, which uh, is really not expected and not needed, because it's been an honor for my organization to work with all of you to try to get the information across to our policymakers in Washington about the importance of what you do and what you do to help people all over this country. When I was a little kid growing up in St. Louis, Missouri in the 50s, I'm really old, there were only 150 million people in the United States. There were only 3 billion people in the world. Today there's 325 million people in the United States and seven and a half billion people in the world on our way to 10. God only gave us a certain amount of water. It goes up and down, but the amount I don't think changes. And as we put more pressure on that precious resource, conserving and treating and making that water usable by people 
not only in the United States, but all over the world, is an essential ingredient in the survival of human beings on Earth. That's how important what you do is. The last thing I'll say is that what I've learned from being at these meetings and seeing the wonderful things that you all do is that if we're going to solve these problems in the United States, much less the rest of the world, there's not enough money in the world to remake the entire infrastructure of municipal water, centralized water in the country. We're just never going to be able to do that. You have the only solution that is feasible and practical and affordable. And getting that message across to the policymakers in Washington and elsewhere has been a great honor on our part. Thank you for letting us be part of this association. And I also hope you sense the appreciation the industry, the, the, the association has for what the Gebhardt Group is doing in Washington on behalf of WQA. Well, it, it has been a great relationship, and the main thing we've done is just convinced, I think, a lot of your members that coming to Washington on the fly-ins and talking to people, educating members and staff of members and other officials in Washington is really important. I can't overemphasize the importance of it because if if you don't go educate them, they're not going to get the information. They're just not going to know it. And so that's what we've really enjoyed doing with your members. Right, right. And especially as the issues continue to mount and, right. and how PFAS has grown just in the last year right. as, an, as an example, but lead is still there and other concerns as well. So I'd be curious if you could just give us a general overview, kind of the climate as you see it right now in Washington and how likely issues that are germane to our association might get addressed? I'm optimistic that we can get a lot of these issues addressed. And that may seem counterintuitive because most people think Washington's pretty dysfunctional now and the right and the left are fighting all the time and nothing gets done. This set of issues, along with other infrastructure issues, I think are at the top of everybody's list. And as I talk to members, I hear a tremendous desire to get something done on water, on other infrastructure issues in this Congress, in this next two-year period. And so having our oar in the water there, if you will, and speaking to people about our issues, I think is really vital at this important time. If I could circle back to something you just said a moment ago, even as the political winds change, You've got now you've got a Democratic-controlled House. A few months ago, that was still in the Republicans' hands. Uh, what will happen in 2020, we don't know. But these things change. But the, I want to say the continuing aspect of all of this is we have to still be plugged in and engaged. Exactly. If you're not engaged, doesn't matter where the winds are blowing, you're not going to be effective. And so I really, uh, I think what this organization has done is just really positive in terms of being able to educate members and get things done that are really good for this industry. 
What are you mentioned infrastructure before? What are the chances over the next couple of years that something actually? Because we we actually I think maybe you and I talked about this. There was a lot of optimism that infrastructure was going to be one of the first issues addressed uh, no, when Trump took office. It, it was, and and because he had talked about it and everybody had talked about it, but then everything else happened and it yeah. got pushed to the side. I think right now it has a better chance than ever because a lot of things have been pushed to the side, but this is one uniquely that can bring together the right and the left, Democrats and Republicans. So I think you're going to know in the next two or three months if the House can produce a bill. I think they're clearly intending to do that. And then you move to the Senate, and then we got to see if they can produce a bill. But I think if they can both do that, and I'm optimistic they can, then you get a bill to the president. And I think he'll sign something. Yeah, because it's in everybody's Absolutely. interest to Absolutely. run in 2020 on something Absolutely. that they have achieved. Absolutely. He's yeah. got to have that accomplishment uh, for his campaign. Great catching up with you. We, we, we appreciate your being with us on WQA Radio. Great to be with you. Great job. Former U.S. House Majority Leader Richard Gebhardt joining us on WQA Radio. This is Kathleen Fultz, WQA's Global Regulatory and Government Affairs Manager, with your regulatory update. Pennsylvania is implementing its statewide plan to test for PFAS. The announcement was made through the State Department of Environmental Protection. The state will test around 360 drinking water systems across the state over the course of one year. You can visit WQA.org's Government Affairs page to read our monthly Government Affairs updates and check out our monthly bills list. I'm Kathleen Fultz for WQA Radio. This week's WQA tip. Have you ever wondered how to get local media coverage, maybe in your newspaper or on the radio? Then you'll want to register for our next WQA Essentials webinar, Getting Local Media Coverage for Your Business. It's coming up Wednesday, May 22nd at noon Eastern, 11 a.m. Central. Susan Keaton and I will offer tips and strategies you can use to encourage media coverage. The webinar is free for core and premier members. It's $89 for WQAE members and $139 for non-members. Go to wqa.org slash webinars to register and join us. That's wqa.org slash webinars. And even if you can't join us live, you will have access to the recorded presentation. wqa.org slash webinars. Thanks for listening to WQA Radio, news and insights about residential, commercial, and industrial water treatment. Remember, you can subscribe to WQA Radio on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. Just search for WQA Radio, then hit subscribe. Each new podcast will appear in your podcast catcher or podcast player automatically each week. That's the magic of podcasting. And be sure to rate and review the podcast as well. Learn more about water at WQA.org and learn more about WQA product certification, professional certification, and how you can become a member at WQA.org. This is Wes Bleed. So long from WQA Radio. WQA Radio.